to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiscus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. Episode 26 of the Play by Ear podcast. It is the back to school version hey, of hey. the podcast. Uh, figured we kind of did Christmas in July and now it's back to school season. So we thought, hey, let's. Uh, you ready, Todd? From Greece, too? I want to go back. <laughs> back. Back, back, back to, school to school again. again. And yeah, we're off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Are we'll we? del- delete that part out. <laughs> yeah. I, I would delete it out, probably not for the reason you're thinking. But uh, uh. <laughs> All right, uh, welcome you back. Uh, we've been on a little bit of a hiatus as we've gotten our personal lives together. And, uh, uh, of course, this is the busy time for teachers, as we all are, or uh, people who are school people. And uh, it's just about that time. So, again, we thought, hey, let's uh, do an episode about back to school. So we are going to... Uh, do this a little bit differently, and what, after I do the housekeeping, I'll explain it. But uh, with the housekeeping, we'll tell you that uh, you can find us on anchor.fm backslash play by ear podcast. You can also find us on YouTube uh, for the video version of this show. Uh, in addition to uh, anchor.fm for the audio piece, uh, we're also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. And uh, the iHeartRadio app, among other uh, places you can find podcasts. And there's a whole list of them. If you go to our anchor.fm page, there are little icons there where we're found. Uh, Honestly, some providers I've not used ever before, CastBox and some other things. But uh, anyway, most anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find us. Uh, You can also find us on Facebook at uh, Play It By Your Podcast if you search that out. Also on Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, uh, Instagram, play underscore, it underscore, by underscore, ear underscore podcast. Uh, search us out there. And uh, you can email us also at playbyearpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Uh, just to give you a heads up on something as well, although we're not doing it on this episode, uh, we're trying out a new piece of software where we can uh, record our video remotely. And also we have a live call-in feature uh, that's included in this software. Again, we're not doing it tonight, but uh, could be an upcoming uh, Easter egg in one of our episodes in the future. So uh, keep your eye out for that as well. Anything I'd like, else? On, I'd like to uh, point... Go ahead. I'd just like to point out that I am uh, glowing orange here because I have a lamp in a dark room and a flame from a a three-wick candle. So, uh, like Brady said a a second ago, I am a shade of uh, cheddar cheese here right now. Um, There's no liver problems to be spoken of. Yeah, I'm not jaundiced. You guys guys appear to be in bright rooms. I I prefer the... When we record remotely, I prefer to set the mood with some candles. Tonight, I'm burning a little midnight blue. Down by the fire. Incense? No, just candles. Um, but anyway, I want to get that straight. Cause, and, and we don't really know what this is going to look like on the recording because 
Yeah. Uh, the, the software we're using says at the bottom that it will look much better than it does here, but I think we look pretty darn good here. Good so for you guys. I don't know how it's going to get any better. Yeah. Will it, will it make me look more handsome? If so, I'm all for it. I am having a problem. Is there a way to switch the cameras? Because I, I keep looking at myself over here, and I'm getting a, a sore eye from looking to the left because I, <laughs> I would prefer to be – and plus in we're all over to the left of my screen. I would prefer to be a little bit more in the middle. So you're going to get a lazy eye after, by the time the episode's over with? You're gonna yeah, be- yeah. <laughs> I don't know it's, about that. Have to- the last 40 minutes of me will be me just going. The methamphetamine version. By the way, yes, uh, my compatriots, <laughs> I didn't, didn't introduce the two of you. Brady Liming, wave hi, Brady. Hey, and Todd Griffin. Hey, hey, hey. I can wave hi. Like, a, hey, 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 like, a, what's happening, Raj? That's before your time. <laughs> I, I caught the tail end of it. <laughs> All right. Uh, again, back to school is the subject. We are, again, doing this a little bit differently. We're doing this kind of like we did the uh, Founders Day and FAIR episodes, where we're just going to have a list of different topics, kind of mini topics, if you will. Uh, usually we spend 20 minutes on each topic. Uh, this will be a little bit... Uh, a little bit shorter per topic, but we'll just kind of uh, freelance it here, and uh, I'll kind of moderate the conversation, and uh, we'll see where it goes in uh, true play-it-by-ear style. Uh, we have not rehearsed, so uh, we'll figure it out. And in, in pondering this whole situation, just uh, on the fly here, I, let's go through the uh, school day, and uh, we'll, we'll have a back-to-school kind of theme to it, but we'll kind of go piece by piece through okay we're uh coming to school the first day what have we done what have we thought about what are we thinking going in the door so i believe the first step to the whole back to school process is the back to school shopping so uh brady is our resident clothes hound uh oh, no substitute any word there that you like but uh no brady i I think at that particular point in your life i think you were probably more so maybe he is now but uh you were more so then i would tend to say yeah i uh i was always pretty picky my uh and i mean nothing uh, to insult anyone in particular here in this but i uh one of my earlier comments on clothing uh, my parents tell me was that i told my mom one year that i didn't want no kmart jeans uh, when we were school shopping, so uh, so so maybe I was a little uh, uppity. No Kmart jeans. Yeah. You just didn't want the tough skins that yeah. made <laughs> but the comment earlier back, that, that will be in the discussion. Looking back, I'm surprised that you know. I mean, I'm surprised I would have known the difference. <laughs> well, well, you did have older siblings though, so yeah. maybe you had a thought in your mind as to what fashion might be i i mean my older siblings were much older so i mean when they were in school they were wearing 70s apparel and (laughs) i didn't really care about clothing yet and i didn't care much more after that but uh anyway Um, my older siblings. so gentlemen (laughs) i'm gonna um like give out props to my sister because one of my um big back to school triumphs being a kid that was part of the first MTV generation, we were bombarded with commercials for merry-go-round. Merry-go-round was the hip clothier of the time. You would 
see the advertisements in Rolling Stone and all that kind of stuff in the rock mags and MTV. And um, my sister, who was at Ohio State, um, was staying up there one summer, and she invited me to come up. And we did not have a merry-go-round at um, Eastgate. So when I got to go to Columbus, I got to go to merry-go-round, and I got my merry-go-round sweatshirt, and I felt like the bee's knees. But the problem is, Ohio summers, it's friggity friggin' hot until nearly October. So I did not get to rock out my... Um, merry-go-round IOU sweatshirt until October because it was 90 degrees and I just wanted to wear it so bad and be cool when I would have been the opposite of cool metaphorically and literally. Huh. Yeah. Okay, so uh, gentlemen, what was, uh, in regard to back-to-school shopping, what were the the must-haves? Well, had to have a new backpack. Uh, I I don't really remember. Um, yeah, it seems like I remember a new backpack just about every year, but I don't remember any one in particular. I don't remember having any kind of, you know, the, the colorful or design or any particular brand. But I always remember enjoying a good brand new backpack. Eric, I see the look on your face. Um, because I all of a sudden I feel old. We didn't have backpacks. We had an occasional had, duffel bag. I've, I've, what I was going to say, I, I do not recall. I, I, I didn't use a backpack till I was in college. Yeah, I had a tan-colored oh, really? Lee jeans duffel yeah. bag, which will forever live in infamy. That's a different story <laughs> for a different time. But um, okay. what? So, so, so I'll, I'll stoke the conversation here. Lunch boxes. Uh, lunch boxes. Your year could be made, you know, broken, smashed with the wrong choice of lunchbox. That is a fact. So I, and I'll give a shout out to Super Seventy Sports on Twitter. If if you're not a fan, you should be big fan. Um, so some of the lunchboxes that he <laughs> has pictures of, I I do not recall <laughs> anyone. Now th- this is right in our wheelhouse. I'm assuming he's about our age because. And Todd, I, I think like me and Brady's age, and maybe not necessarily yours, but I don't ever recall anyone ever having a Walton's lunchbox. <laughs> when you open up the and, thermos. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Brady, I, I believe you put it very well you, uh, that if someone had walked in to the gym slash cafeteria at Sardinia Elementary with a Walton's lunchbox, that would have been a tragic course of events for that person. <laughs> we were not mean people, but I'm sure it would look like this. <laughs> yes. Yes, it would. So, so every time you close it after lunch, it says goodnight, John Boy, to you when you close <laughs> yes. the box. <laughs> 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 Nicely played. Nicely played. <laughs> oh, I'm throwing my Capri Sale in a way. Goodnight, John Boy. So, uh, so, uh, what are some lunch boxes you have? And I'll I'll start with Dukes of Hazard. I did have a Dukes of Hazard lunch box. My very first you know, one was Marvel Comics. It had a plethora Marvel of the Marvel Comics heroes on it. Very cool. Right. I had it. I know I had a He Man lunch box once. Uh, it seems it seems like I had a Dukes of Hazard lunch box once. Um, might have had a Scooby Doo one. That's that was my second one with Scooby Doo. Yeah. 
I had a Peanuts the lunchbox early on. The what? Peanuts. Oh, Charlie okay. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I caught the same thing, Todd. <laughs> what? <laughs> Speaking of tragic turn of events, that would have been worse boxes. than boxes. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so I'm going to use the word peanuts and say... Would have that been a peanuts lunchbox or a lunchbox for peanuts? A Charlie Brown. If you had a lunchbox <laughs> and Snoopy. Snoopy. Okay. Snoop. Okay. Snoop. Snoop. I. What was the? Uh, was there a, a Conan type character back in the early eighties that wouldn't have been Conan? Um. Uh, wouldn't have been a Hercules. Uh, there was some. It uh, seems like I had a. a are, are you a, talking? Uh, um, mm. Oh, what, Clash that, of the that, Titans. No, 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 no. That, no. Uh, that movie, uh, early eighties. Freddie Mercury sang the theme Flash song. Gordon. Flash Gordon. Flash. No, I do Gordon. remember. I do remember that. But uh, no, it wouldn't have been that. It's, it could have been just a Conan. Uh, uh, Conan lunchbox. There was but a circus. It was one of the kind. Do you remember the lunchboxes? I remember three distinct styles of lunchboxes. The first ones I had would have probably been metal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which I think those are the ones that a lot of people collect and that are worth yeah. some money these days. Metal with the, the next requisite one, thermos. Huh? Metal with the requisite thermos. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and then I remember the the metal ones pretty much just were replaced by the plastic ones, but same same pretty much shape, same overall rectangular. Right. But then I. But I also remember there for having, and I think this Hercules one or this Conan one that I had was um, more of like the, the 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 what I would consider like an adult lunchbox back then, or like the it was more mailbox shaped and had a round like a yeah yeah it it opened from the top right and the know, thermos was again in like the very top very compartment. much. yeah very much mailbox shaped but, but you open it the other way. I remember having one. That style was plastic, and I think it was blue, and I think it was the the Conan when I was talking about. Could it have been? And I don't think you would have. Could it have been a Lionel from the Thundercats? No, because holding the no, sleigh it, it struck a very Conan like pose. Yeah, yeah, and and I was even thinking maybe He Man. I, I think I did have a Masters of the Universe He-Man. lunchbox if I didn't already mention mm-hmm. that. But this still would have been. Man, I remember long hair, kind of wore the. Yeah, you had the. Had the there fur was a, muscles and there was an Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, loin Conan cloth. movie. <laughs> yeah, the lo- loincloth, uh, bare-chested. <laughs> you pack some sausage and some, yeah, some manly meats. Manly <laughs> yeah, you lunch. You on the loincloth. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so anyway. would would you be allowed to? Uh, would you be allowed to have a? This might be getting too political. We can we can sweep it under the rug if it is. But would you be allowed to have a Dukes of Hazard lunchbox now? Uh, mm. Well, depending upon would, if certain aspects of the Dukes of Hazard were included. As long as you didn't show yeah. the top of the General Lee. There you go. And as yeah. long as there wasn't too much of a buxom Daisy Duke. <laughs> See, I, I don't I don't know that that would be an issue. But uh, do, I don't know. do you think the percentage? What do you think the percentage of people? Who know the term Daisy Dukes, but have no idea where it originated from? Oh, what what percentage would you say? I, I would say eighty percent. Lads, 
Eighty percent. Eighty percent. Really? Well, let, let me qualify that. I, I believe. I think you have to do that in age groups because obviously people of our age know where it came from. But let's say, um, ten to thirty. I would say only twenty percent really know. Remember, Although there was, was a Dukes, Dukes of Hazard, Hazard movie. remake. True, but that's that's got some years on it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some other lunch pot. I I could be misremembering this. I could have swore I had a Tron, Tron lunchbox. Nice. Never saw because, the movie. Like, yeah, me neither. Not that I remember. Didn't they redo that a few years ago? Yes, they did. And there's actually going to be another remake um, coming up of that I've read. Remake of um, remake. Remake of the remake. And then you got to a certain point at school where it was no longer cool to have a lunchbox. You just went with the brown bag because lunchbox with kitty stuff, you know. Sad because it was always a big deal shopping for your lunchbox. It was always so cool. I got to put a picture. I just found my lunchbox. Did you? Hot, hot diggity dog, yes. Uh, Is it Conan? No. You uh, Wait for it. We were all wrong. <laughs> it's Thundar the Barbarian. Thundar. Thundar. Thundar the Barbarian. Thundar I just Googled, the, with the sun sword. I just, yeah. I'm looking at it right now, and it has the thermos. It has. I'll show you guys. I'll send you a picture, and we can put it on, on Facebook. But I'm excited camera. because. You can hold it up to your well, camera. Uh, may may, may not show very well. Um, Thundar was kind of a yeah, yeah. I'll, I I'll, think actually Thundar predated Heman. I believe you're right. The, yes. What was his sidekick? Was his name Ugla? <laughs> Wait, like it was the a cougary baboon looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's you know exactly happen. what I mean, too. Yeah, well, I'm looking at, and then there was he had a female sidekick as well. But he was like, was he the was? You guys can go ahead and tell me. Was he the poor man's Conan? <laughs> was was the was the were they the Kmart pants of barbarians back then? I mean, no, there, there's actually a story behind this. I think Thunder. Excuse me. And um, when Conan came out, <laughs> was, it, was it was it one of those deals where I asked for a Conan the Barbarian lunchbox and I and I got a cheap knockoff? Thunder no, the Barbarian? Even though Conan the Barbarian was based on a Marvel comic, the um, Conan the Barbarian movie was R-rated and had a lot of nudity. <laughs> and, um, but, so, to get in, to cash in on the little kids, you know, they made a Saturday morning cartoon that was like Conan, but less violent and no more pillaging and womanizing. So that led us to Thundar, which was more like a Conan light. Yeah. I I feel like uh, there was this time during Halloween, there's a picture of it somewhere, where my cousin Jason and I went trick-or-treating, and he's dressed as Bugs Bunny, and I'm dressed as just uh, generic bunny. Just It's not, not Bugs, not... It's no relation to bugs. It's just a bunny. Just a Larry but, Lupine. <laughs> Insects Lupine. <laughs> Lex Lupine. I like that. So, like, like I said, Jason's got. I mean, you could clearly tell it's Bugs Bunny, 
And then I'm over there, and like it's, I'm like it's like a red and yellow bunny. There's nothing, you know, natural about it. You don't. Like What's a fire that, bunny? Doc? <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to say something. Who's make, down, Doctor? We'll make, we'll make a comment here. Now we we've done this 26 episodes of this podcast now, which is probably what you know, 35 hours of of content. <laughs> You pick me any 35 hours of conversation that anyone has had, and to use the word lupine as much as we've used it, <laughs> you'll find another 35 hours of conversation that uses that word so much. Which so is funny because – but let's go a little deeper and or I guess a little more simple hip, simple here. We talk about rabbits in general a lot. I don't – I mean because he wouldn't be saying lupine if we didn't bring up rabbits. Rabbit holes, because uh, that's yeah, where that was the origin of it was <laughs> lupine distractions. Yeah, I just <laughs> my parents did the best they oh, could right. for me, but I was uh, I was incredibly embarrassed being the uh, just generic B rabbit, Lex G B rabbit, generic B rabbit. You look like a look like Ralphie in a Christmas story in his bunny outfit. <laughs> well, the, these walking out of the house. These weren't the fuzzy pajama style. These were the the kind of uh, back when it was your your uniform or your the bottom part was just basically a piece of plastic with printing on it, you know, um, and and then the mask were yeah. just the front with the strap that you would pin your ear in four or five hundred times a night. Did you have panty like a pantyhose stuff was stocked? Like, did you have the pantyhose filled with socks? No, where... no. Like I said the mask was just the just the the okay. mask with the okay. yeah. I had the ears already on. You it. looked much more Cadbury and less bugs. <laughs> Hey, I'll try to find that picture if I can find it. But uh, yeah, oh, I was, please do, Mike. That's be amazing. Yeah, we need somebody to waited to the last minute to buy their their kids' Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, did, you, what, did your parents get that at Vern's Variety Store? Did I, don't, they? I don't know. Probably the last one on the shelf. <laughs> Knockoff bunny rabbit. All right. So, uh, so lunchboxes, clothing. We kind of started into clothing. Ooh. and I diverted us. Lun- so. Let's go back to lunchboxes a second. Eric, okay. uh, how about okay. you brought up the thermos? Correct. What's uh, let's talk a little bit about what some things maybe that you either could have or did take to school in your thermos. Okay, gu- guaranteed to almost make me vomit if I saw someone <laughs> with a thermos thermos full of tomato soup. You know, I, I can't deal with that. Oh. <laughs> it, it's funny you bring up vomit and thermoses because I thought you were going here. I have a distinct remember, and I don't remember who it was, but somebody had a thermos of a chicken and stars. That's when Campbell's, it was like chicken and noodles, but it was chicken and stars, and they yacked it up right there on the gym floor. So it was like a galaxy of mammoth on, on the on the floor. So I was kind of always haunted by soup and, therm- and a thermos after that because I kind of associated it, you know, yeah. like, so it's the mil- the the upchuck Milky Way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it, it is unfortunately I, was not light years away. Yeah, I, I, I never had chicken. I missed out. Go ahead. I, I missed out on a lot of the lunchtime antics after I got to be a certain age because I was walking home for lunch. Yeah, this guy and uh, buying buying my uh, black market candy to. I, I was the original dealer. Peddling his yeah. wares, <laughs> riding the teeth of America's ute. 
Astro pops it all. Charge a handling fee and candy. It was it was it was a good racket. You know, you you were a respectable businessman because, like, you could have like stuck it to us at theme park prices, but you didn't. Oh, you I just did. did a reasonable cut, if I remember yeah. correctly. Uh, the the um, football stickers, football album stickers, were like forty cents, and you would charge us fifty. Yes, and we yes. would go home hungry because we would send our milk money to the candy man. Milk Why money? Why didn't we call you the candy man? I- I don't remember chicken and stars being around back then. It was like chicken noodle soup, but no, I know the what, reason I didn't care for it was like little ch- carrot chunks. No, I know it. what they are. I know what they are. I just don't remember them being out back then. I thought that was a relatively last couple decades thing. The chicken oh, and stars. No. We probably had some knockoff like uh, pigeons and asteroids or something. I probably uh, to go along with my uh, <laughs> my, my drugs bunny suit. Drugs, 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 money. With my spiel and magic helmet, drugs, money. So that that begs the question, Eric. Do you think that a thermos was better for soup or sip? <laughs> Drink definitely. <laughs> Yeah, I don't ever did, remember did having pay- drink in mine. Well, no, I do. I remember having juice. No, juice in it. Yeah, juice. Did your parents ever let you learn the hard way, the life lessons why you couldn't put soda in your thermos? I don't remember. Hey, what is that lesson? It's like, oh, can I put some Dr Pepper in? It's like, no, you can't. Oh, come on, I'll, I'll find out. So you'd put it in your thermos, then you'd open it up and think about opening up a can, except a big old cavernous mouthful and it'd be like <laughs> and it would fly all over everything yeah so and whatever was left was flat did did you guys drink the were you with the cool kids who when you drink out of your thermos you just took the lid off and tipped it up and drank it or did you pour it in your in the little cup right. with the, the finger holder which way did you guys do it um into the cup but but i'll say I said the cool kids didn't do it that way, but actually I remember doing it because if you remember right, the brim, the 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 thickness of those thermoses was so thick that you couldn't get your lip around it to try to, to try to drink it. I mean, it, you know, you couldn't lip it. Yeah, yeah you wear it that right? again. Yeah, you tried to drink it and you couldn't get your lip, your top lip, spread across to the inner ID of the uh, of the uh, thermos, so you end up dripping it down your chin into your lap. You dribble like yeah. Dribble okay, like so, a discount hour at the proctologist. And if you had too much tomato soup, like Eric said, then the inside of your thermos plastic was always stained like a, a dirty swimming pool floor. Right. Just, you know, just the, the whatever, orange yeah, or. Yeah. There, there were many things that could go awry when you put soup <laughs> in the thermos. <laughs> so I, 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 I present this to you two, and you can tell me if I'm, this is vrai ou faux, true or false. Right. The death knell of the lunchbox thermos was sounded with the invention of the Capri Sun. Ooh. Yeah. Truer words yeah. have not been spoken. I, yeah. um, no longer yeah. needed that. One of my favorite memes was somebody said, why on earth hasn't anybody done this? Because adults everywhere, why did they just not, might not make a gallon jug of the 
Capri Sun juice that's not in a bag? Why can't they just make a, you know, I would drink that stuff now. Yeah. If I didn't have to work so hard and impale that's it. That's just it. I, that was a piss poor design at best. And now it's yeah, just tradition. Yeah, the, I mean, the idea is a good one. But then I believe they have uh, dealt with the mechanics of it because you used to have to poke the straw into that little tinfoil spot. Yeah, yeah. In the well, they used to not even out. have a spot. <laughs> you had to find your own spot back in my day. You had to stab. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever impaled your Capri Sun all the way through, and then you're really screwed because it like leaks out two sides? Yeah. That's or a bad day at lunch. Or you or you squeeze the Capri Sun too hard trying to stab the straw into it, and then you stab the straw, and then it squirts yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Or you're squeezing it, and it shoots. It kind of gives you a nose enema. <laughs> like it, sque- it squeezes out. that just goes right up your nose hole. And um, there, there's lots of bad things that could happen with Capri Suns. But even so, the Capri Suns spelled the death knell of the thermos. It did. It, it did. And oddly enough, though, I can even remember being pretty little, uh, pretty young and having the Capri Sun. And, and only one was never enough. I mean, they never held that much juice. Like a shot. Yeah, it, 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 so. And Sweet. after the Capri Sun... <laughs> Then you had the the box, the uh, the, the high seas box. box. Much better invention, uh, which is in my refrigerator to this day. I use it as an excuse that my kids I was like, "Well, they were out of hogs, they were out of," and I get them. Well, and I get busted drinking them because I love well, them. See, you beat me to it because sometimes you had those people that had the hugs. I had hugs. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the, hugs. the problem with hugs. It tastes like milk. Well, the problem with hugs is again they were hard to open. You had to you, yeah. you had to have just enough fingernail or, or find somebody that did have enough fingernail to jab the middle of it because they didn't have anything to stab them with. Or or you could bring your own incisors. Yeah, or you peeled you it off. Get a milk straw and stab it. <laughs> milk straws. Or you could peel it off and and you know, which was hard to do and you and you always drop little pieces of the, the little shards of the lid in the juice. And my worst juice. my yeah. worst memory is you could actually slice your finger open on the, the metal part. Oh yeah. You, you dig your, oh, your yeah. finger in and then you do this. So you got that and then you round it out to try to get all of the metal uh-huh. and yeah, you hook a, a jagged piece. And then you're left with Right. And then you're left with the choice like do I go thirsty or do I get hepatitis? <laughs> so it's like, you know, but, but none of those juice, yeah, not fun. none of those juice containers were big enough. No, even for little no. kids. Why don't they make adult size ones? Good gosh, if you give me a like a like a pint, they do. Of they make bigger a pint juice. I box. think they make bigger high C box yeah. boxes. Yeah. Um, they make super size. They're ones. called wine boxes, <laughs> I guess, for adults. Well, even when you think about it, milk. It wasn't really enough milk either. I mean, I, milk, I always yeah. had to have an extra milk, you know, some extra milk. Two milks. And we've talked about this before. I am against drinking chocolate milk with anything that's not dessert-based. You know, I can drink chocolate milk with cake, cookies, pie, whatever. But a slab of pizza, a slot of corn, yeah. and chocolate <laughs> milk. <laughs> I feel it is, right yeah. here. <laughs> but yet we did it. Yes. Nothing worse than coming in from a hot recess. Oh, I need something refreshing. Chocolate milk. Said no well, the one. milk break at the end of the day was good. You guys remember that? 
Yeah. They come walking in with the milk containers and he had an extra 10 cent. I... I, I I had no choice but to drink the chocolate milk because white milk makes me vomit. Does it still to this day? Vomit <laughs> to, yeah. to this day. Yeah. And yeah. now yeah. we always made fun of people for drinking white milk back then. <laughs> <laughs> like Brady said, we, <laughs> we weren't on you for being healthy. We weren't mean, but yeah, you know, it just the cool kids drink chocolate milk. But look, weird. Yeah, looking back, yeah. I would probably white pick milk. white over chocolate now, though. Dude, one of the reasons this just dawned on me like a ton of bricks. Like, I remember one of the reasons I still to this day, to this day, I cannot open up a carton and drink any milk. A, I don't like drinking milk. But B, you were talking about milk break. Well, I think one time the lunch ladies accidentally left the milk out. And when they delivered it to our room, I opened it up. And it was just a, it, it was like a congealed glob that had Boiled. Yeah, Brady had a and it fell out. Cottage cheese. Oh, oh! Then the multi colors of white and gray that I turned I, as I vomited. I swear this. I remember I, that. I swear I remember that. Yes. <laughs> well, it was like brown cottage cheese and a carton. And I don't have near the memory uh, you guys have of of my younger days, <laughs> but I do. I seem to remember at some point. Strawberry milk coming into the picture. I might be thinking of my own kids' lunch when they, you know, I don't remember when it happened. Uh, Eric, you might know this. I mean, well, your dad would probably know, honestly, uh, yeah. if it would have been going on around, you know. But again, you beat me to um, it. You know, first of all, kids today have no idea how good they have it to have the strawberry milk as a choice. Yeah. Because with us, again, it was either white or chocolate to be able strawberry. to eat breakfast at school. Which we never yeah. had that option either. Yeah, that's... no. In st- strawberry milk was a treat of the utmost. Um, quick, yes. you know, Q U I K. Speaking of bunnies, yes. another, <laughs> another lupine, lupine reverence. Um, but like to get the strawberry milk, like that 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 was luxury. Like that was a rare, and it was great, man, when you had it. And but it was not common. It's not like our parents went to Martin's and there was frequent strawberry milk opportunities yeah i I don't know why that was but it was the case you know we were talking eric talked about or somebody mentioned going to the brown bag right and Mm -hmm. we never kind of got to experience the 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 lunchbox the, the people who took the brown bag to the next level and actually had a a you know decorative bag of some sort type of thing to bring their lunch in. We missed out on that whole thing. Yeah. Like, uh, like I always crack up because there's some very fashionable little girls that always come into my class and they've got like these, uh, lunch bags that are like, uh, Oh, what's, what's the famous, uh, Vera Wang, yeah. the multicolored Paisley. Well, and then 31 has lunch bags. Vera Wang bags. Yeah. 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 Anybody right, so, remember, uh, Anybody remember having anything in your lunch that was odd or that people made fun of or gave you crap about? No. I I remember one of my classmates putting way too much jelly on his you know what is what? On his peanut butter cuz whenever he, <laughs> putting way too much peanut butter on his sandwich because you said he put way too much jelly on his you know <laughs> 
No sandwich? What are you, you thinking? You said you know. That um, like... <laughs> I had no idea where yeah. you were going with that. Usually I just say sandwich, not you know. <laughs> yeah, well, because uh, I'm distracted by the mental image because his sandwich kind of looked like a crime oh, yeah. scene. It looked like, you know, uh, faces you know of what, death. You know what they did wrong? Because, like, there was this way too much jelly on they it. They didn't put a layer of peanut butter down first. <laughs> Peanut butter will protect. And I just think they like the It'll lot of jelly. The peanut butter will protect. You can put a lot of jelly, but you got to put a layer of peanut butter uh, as, a, as, a, as an epidermis <laughs> layer on top of the bread. the bread. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of bleed through in the sink. I remember that. And usually, the longer they sat in the lunchbox, the more that, the more it bled <laughs> through. Heaven forbid if you had a field trip and it had to sit out in the oh, sun yeah. a while. The, yeah. Jason and I, my cousin Jason and I, we. We got on a kick there for a while. We brought egg sandwiches to school, like fried egg sandwiches. There's nothing wrong with an egg sandwich. <laughs> or nothing. <laughs> Much like his butt cheeks. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's, so there's there's say you open it up and no. Jim smell like a fart. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It smelled like the entire elementary had gas. At once, but <laughs> I usually do. <laughs> I work there, but we got on this kick of having uh, egg sandwiches, and I eat America Whip on my egg sandwiches. I still do to this day if I eat an egg sandwich. Jason would eat catsup on his egg sandwich, and you carried those things into school and let them sit in your lunchbox all morning long. Yeah, before you ate them. Yeah. With you couldn't with get mayonnaise through an airport these days with that. On them. I, I, I'm not oh. against condiments, but that, that, that's, like a, that's like disease waiting to happen there. <laughs> we were tougher lunch. back then. These kids now and their, their uh, refrigerated lunches and microwaves. Yeah, back in our day, we would eat gravel for our crawls to help break the... Yeah, back in the, in our guess in the late 70s, early 80s, we would have said, COVID, bah, that's nothing. Well, Eric, do you eat egg sandwiches? Isn't that a car? Yeah. What do you put on them? Not, uh, not cheese. Yeah. That's not I a don't, condiment, I don't, gen- I don't generally put condiment. You didn't say condiment. You said what, it put, what you put on <laughs> I know. them. I said cheese. I know. That's part of the sandwich. The cheese the is sandwich. attached. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do not. Add condiments I, to my egg sandwiches. Try Miracle Whip sometime. I, I'm, I'm not against it. Yeah, I'm against putting condiments on my sandwich yeah. and letting them sit for four hours <laughs> before I eat them. <laughs> Just watching Brady's when talking about food. <laughs> There's an 85. percent Sorry about that. My <laughs> you all right there? What was it, that? It just a big loud pop, huge loud pop in my ear. Probably that egg sandwich from 1983. <laughs> oh man, that hurt. Whew. Sorry about that, listeners. If I, but um, didn't hear it. Is there an 85 percent chance when you mention food that Brady's going to just about yak? <laughs> no, there's just a wheel. It just seems to come up a lot. You know, like you you got grossed out before I ever mentioned yeah. the miracle. Though I just said egg sandwich, like oh, egg sandwiches. Well, because I I just heard. Well, can you, can I tell you why? It's not the actual egg, but all I can imagine is an egg betwixt two slices of bread, and the grease is soaked up. So it's like you know, it's kind of like the jelly syndrome, but with egg grease. Yeah, 
So it's but the visual. Here's, here's how you fix that. You know, do, like, you eat, do you eat fried egg sandwiches, Brady? <laughs> not overly. I, I'm not well, a here's how you guy. fix it. I read too many stories about cholesterol back in the day. <laughs> yeah, and it was all junk. For I real. fixed it by putting a layer of peanut yeah. butter on the bread before you put the egg. It's right. No, eggs are, eggs are, <laughs> eggs are some of the Another healthiest foods you can eat. But anyway... Put it yeah. in napkins. This is what, and then you and you soak the grease out of it. And they never had grease on them. No, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that today. Like if I microwave something, you know, I'll yeah get the grease dab, and the sheen dab, off of it. But dab like, and not the sheen off of it. All right. All right. So uh, as far as food, and we we kind of delve real far into lunch here, but uh, any school food that is worth noting. And I'll I'll start with school pizza. I think schools do pizza better than they do any food. And I I have a number two there as well. Oh, yeah. But I'll I'll leave it to you. Yeah, that'll make you number two. No, seriously. Okay, so pizza, not in school though. Exactly. Yeah, never in school. That's that's a, that's a topic for down the road here. But, okay, so pizza is the PhD resistance of the school lunch. Any other favorites? Brady, I don't think you ever ate a school lunch. I don't ever remember you eating a school lunch. Shocker. Shocker. I, I, I did. No, I did a couple times on Chili Day. The chili was um, Mrs. Hardyman's chili was always it's a pretty. She had brought a good chili game. It's all in um, the meat. You know, chili's the fifth food group. Got to um, have a peanut butter sandwich. I remember. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, my wife and I have had many a fights over. The correct sandwich to eat with with different soups and, and soup like products. We grew up; it was peanut butter with chili. She grew up; it was uh, grilled cheese with chili, which is unheard of because it's grilled cheese with soup, tomato soup, vegetable soup, chicken noodle soup. Yeah. It's peanut butter with with chili. I've also yeah. heard of pimento uh, cheese. And I'll, say talk about I'll fight anyone who disagrees with, with that. Pimento cheese and chili, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen that a lot too. Uh, I like pimento cheese now. I didn't when I was a kid. It yeah. looked like throw up. Um, <laughs> it did. <laughs> um, I had a okay uh, uh, kindergarten memory. I remember getting school food one day for one reason because mom was reading the menu. She said, "Oh, do you want to try it? They're having tarts today." It's like, "What's a tart?" She said, "It's your own personal pie." And I'm like, "Oh yeah." So I was thinking, you know, I was going to get a pie on my plate. Well, you know, of course, you get to lunch, and of course, it's about the size of a quarter, you know. And I'm like, what kind of what kind of bait and switch is this? It's like, so I have an attitude about tarts didn't to this day. didn't say what size your personal pie was. Yeah. Just said you had your own personal well, pie. Well, it's kind of – well, Mom described it as it's a personal well, pie. it wasn't wrong. Now, when I so think the personal pie, I aim for the stars. You was going to take up that entire round portion of the lunch tray, didn't you? Yeah, I thought it would be at least the size of like a Swanson's yeah. pie, like <laughs> like it was like in the. It, you thought it would have its own metal uh, pie plate that you had to skin her back just to get the, did. the crust out of it? it. It did. It did have its own, but it but but it was wee. It, it was tiny. Wee. And, um, a wee little you pie. Know, wee pie. <laughs> yes, to be pie. And uh, you think I'm going to be filling your tummy? Ah, the joke's on you. Huh? And I'm um, like, so it was like really small. I, I don't ever remember having it. With a dollop of whipped cream on it. 
At least it didn't it didn't have a thimble of meringue on it, did it? That would be that would have been terrible. No, but a thimble is a good description about the size of it. Um, but no, I just just take it's like gold tarts. Like, yeah, I'm all about that. I don't even know what the. I think I skipped the, you know, you know the the, the rat steak or whatever was with it, and I went right to the tart. I'm gonna and tell you something, Brady. It, that, that was the reason you're such a picky eater is because you didn't eat enough school lunch. Exactly. I I, I enjoyed well, school lunch. I'm gonna say everywhere I've ever gone to school, I've enjoyed school lunch. Okay, you so should, then. Uh, did, did you grow up in the era of students? We had them every once in a while, but you just don't eat them. That wasn't a main course. <laughs> Their very sight yeah. didn't make well, you I, I told the, the story of the one episode about me pouring stewed tomatoes, chocolate milk, and baked beans and mixing them up, and the teacher made me take a bite of it. <laughs> Which would never happen today. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, but, but Eric, to answer your question, pizza obviously was, was awesome, which I, I told the story in an episode about my friend whose pizza had babies, and he would wait and make you – he would make you wait till the end of lunch to see who he was going to give the pizza to. Anyway, uh, I enjoyed the nuggets. We had chicken and steak nuggets. Couldn't taste a damn bit of difference in between them, but they were still – they were good. They were just a breaded they were, nugget. They were breaded. Nuggets didn't exist in our day. Really? I mean, I remember it was a big deal when McDonald's rolled out the chicken. McNugget. And what a concept. Patties. We had chicken patties. Yeah, chicken patty on bun was good. I remember the uh, veal patty on bun was good. You, you still haven't hit my number two, though. And But the cool thing was is we had, a, we had a worker in the cafeteria around the time I would have been middle school, somewhere around there. And she would give you extra nuggets. Excellent. And – we would put them in our pockets. This is long before Napoleon Dynamite in the in the tater tots. That and she would give us extra steak or chicken nuggets, whatever we were having that day, and you would stuff them in your pocket. And back then, that would have been the days of like Jordache jeans uh, or a or a oh not Jordache but Bugle, Bugle Boy. So Bugle you always Boy. had a nice you know big pocket or two you could <laughs> stuff with nuggets. I got a pocket, got a pocket full of tater tots. That, oh that, yeah. That was a thing you could only get in a school lunch for a long time. But now there are several places, Frisch's included, Sonic. There are several places that yeah. have tater tots, which is glorious. Tater Everybody's tot to trot out there. Yes. But, you, Hot but again, tot. <laughs> you still haven't hit my number two place food. Okay, if it's not, is it? Oh, is no. it the spaghetti? No. The school no. Sausage on bun? No. Hot dog sandwich? <laughs> no. Wiener sandwich? Um, no. Turkey? Boy, With mashed potatoes? Way... Oh, I got it. It's Salisbury no. Steak Day, children. I like oh, good Salisbury the, Steak The mashed potatoes are good. Yes, I'll, I'll give you that. Remember the mac and cheese with the crust on it? Ooh, mac and cheese, yes. And we talked yeah. about the mac and cheese with the little <laughs> pieces of bread in it like they had at Sardinia Elementary Outstanding. Back when we were tough and mac and cheese wasn't a damn main course. It was a side, and that's the way you ate it, and that's the way it was supposed to be. And you had it with some meat. <laughs> this nonsense of taking somebody to a restaurant and mac and cheese is the main course, or like yeah, a school lunch where mac and cheese is the main course. That's that's, that's communism. I just got a food truck. I got some mac and cheese with that's brisket different. on top. If you add meats. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You still, still, you've gone through all these foods and still have not hit man the number two choice. Did we and, ever have lasagna? Right there, man. The number two choice, right there, with the pizza. 
Wasn't do we have pizza? you? You, no, we have pizza. you guys are going to be so mad when I tell you what the number two choice is. I, I'm gonna. It's not do a you chicken. Give up? Patri- do you give Patricia? up? They want fish. Fish on bun. Hold on. Fish. Fish, fish. on weiss. Was that it? Yes. Fish. Nice. Yeah. The fist. And with the potato crisps, they were they, they were like they they were like they were shaped like a French fry, but it, it was more of a potato chip. But it was a spear. I got, you know I what got I'm talking about, right? What did they call those? I don't remember. Potato straws, weren't they? Something. Potato sticks. But that's always Eric. Were you a potato? That's sticks. what it was. Are you talking about those things that come in a can? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, potato yeah. sticks. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah. They they always serve those. They, they basically look so like nice. edible matches without the little red tip on the end of them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or kitchen matches. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You want to mix those up with your candy cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> so Eric, did yeah. you put? Did you put? Uh, oh, don't uh, say it. Did you put don't ketchup on your fish oh, sandwich? You said it. Or or. Tartar sauce. Tartar. Devil mucus. Tartar. Like tartar sauce. Yeah. Tartar sauce. That is Satan's tartar snot. Sauce and, and there is no other choice <laughs> but tartar sauce. So. There is. I mean, Brady, for once, you and I agree. I'm well, not Brady a big. Brady puts nothing on his fist. <laughs> I am not a tortoise sauce fan at all. I don't like it. <laughs> Although, I do uh, enjoy about once a year a Frisch's Big Boy, and it has tartar sauce on it. Exactly. But I don't like tartar sauce on my fist. But tartar sauce, yeah. other than the big boy, appears on nothing else but no. fist. But I do put ketchup on the big boy with the tartar sauce. Ooh. Mm. What? No. Yes. It, it ceases to become a big boy at that point. <laughs> it, it has been forever altered when you apply ketchup. No. Can't be done. It becomes a exactly. buddy boy. Oh, no, there's a buddy boy at uh, at Frisch's. Yeah, there's a buddy <laughs> I was thinking there's a buddy boy somewhere. Oh yeah, and, and I was sorry, taking not, the baked yeah. buddy at La Rosa's, and not Thousand Island dressing either, because that's not a Frisch's big boy. That's a Bob's big boy. It's also a Big thing. Mac. Correct. Oddly enough, I don't like Thousand Island dressing, oh. but I like one Big Mac a year. Oh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> You've heard we about all know that the Big Mac story. <laughs> Just about like the peanut butter and jelly story, Brady. <laughs> you know, oddly enough, remembering back to sausage on bun, that was an odd choice because it wasn't like the rest of the lunch was breakfast themed. No. It just seemed weird to take a breakfast food no. and stick it in the middle of normal lunch food. Here's mashed potatoes, some mixed vegetables, and pancakes. <laughs> That's kind of what it, what they did. This is a, this is kind of a, there's nothing funny about this, but one of my one of my best memories of uh, of sausage patty on bun was um, my most people know me know that my brother was in the Air Force for many years and uh, and he was in Desert Storm and uh, well, I guess Desert Shield and Desert Storm and uh, anyway when he got back so my class and and my our team like the team teachers. Uh, we wrote to my brother when he was overseas. We wrote no, we wrote letters to him, and when he got back, uh, he came back to the, to Ohio to visit everyone. And he came and talked to the class. And I felt like you know, I felt like a pretty uh, VIP bringing in my brother who had been over at war and stuff. But anyway, he ate lunch with me that day, and we had sausage on bun. 
So that's why that's one of the reasons why I think that lunch stands out as being so because it probably wasn't that good to be honest with you a shriveled up old sausage patty and I could, you know I could see Donnie taking a bite and taste like freedom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, we are fifty one oh, minutes in and we've only talked about lunch. <laughs> Food. So typical play by your play by ear fashion. So uh, back to the clothing. I keep trying to draw us back to the clothing, and you all keep going back to the lunch. So uh, anything on clothing that we haven't touched upon? Brady kind of started down that road. but uh, We've riffed on animals before, so we don't need to revisit that. Um, Have we ever riffed on tough tough skins? Yes, I I told you we would come back Um, to that. Oh, yeah. So, like, you know, for those of you, that are uninitiated tough skins were a denim that maybe, um, maybe a denim. I'm not sure exactly. They, they were denim like I, I made they were in the denim family. I, I've, I made the comment that actually I'm pretty sure the tough skins were invented by NASA. Cause that's what coded the bottom of Neil Armstrong's Apollo capsule for reentry. Yes. So when it would come back into the atmosphere, those tough, it was on the bottom of that capsule when they splashed down <laughs> and, um, so tough skins were like so daggone stiff. It was like wearing a canvas tarp around your loins, <laughs> and it, it would chafe. And it was, but and they were very very indigo yes. blue, just like the bluest of blue so, tough skins. So Todd, you being a little younger than us, were were tough skins still around when you were of the formative ages? I, I I'm sure they were. I don't. The only pant brand that I remember wearing as a as a ute wranglers i remember wearing wranglers when i was small and again right. and then as i got to middle school you had like bugle boy and and things like that come into play right. Your Nash. so uh I, I, go, ahead. go ahead i was going to say like like now like when i take my kids christmas shopping or sorry uh school shopping and now it's always you know, like my son has to have like a, a a a great pair of shoes to start school with, which always kills me because just you know usually in the past it's in a couple months later he's going to need a an expensive pair of shoes to play basketball in or you know whatever. So growing up, I don't remember that. I don't remember having to have like top of the line shoes to start school. I always had top of the line. I always had expensive basketball shoes. I never I never wanted in that area, but I don't remember having to have them for school. Right. You know, and in fact, I just seem to remember wearing usually my school shoes after basketball were my basketball shoes, uh, but I don't remember going out before the year. I'm sure I got a pair of shoes, but I, I can't imagine they were on the same level as basketball shoes. And it seems like kids now have, you know, pretty high level shoes. Yeah, Eric, do you have any memories um, of being like the saddle shoes, what they call saddle locks? Yeah. Where they are black and white, and they kind of look like bowling shoes a little yep. bit. My my sister had Why a pair when she those? was she was in high school, and she had a pair of those. I remember those. Of course, obviously, we that was a thing for a while. Very young. They kind of look like feet pandas. I'm wearing a pair now. Yeah, are I'm taking you? them off. That's what I'm doing down here. If you... Well, let's hope that's what you're doing. They they have not gone out of style. <laughs> that particular black black and white. I know what you're talking about, but. Yeah. 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 See, now that's to, th- these were just dark black yeah. and yeah. white. They were they were those are but they're cool. called saddle oxfords, right? I mean, that's the same. Yeah. Are they? 
Yeah, it's the same I've idea. It's called Dirty Bucks. I'm assuming this is because that part would be black and then the other would be white. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, these. Yeah, I love these shoes. Have you ever heard him refer to as Dirty Bucks? No. No. Because they're buckskin, but they're a slightly, I guess, a slightly soiled buck. I, I apologize. But I have to take this other one off bucks. now. I can't sit with one shoe on, one shoe off. So uh, back to be the weird. buckskins for a moment. So uh, people, and again, Todd doesn't even remember. So it's people of a certain age. So me and Brady's age, maybe a little younger, maybe a little older. So Brady explained them pretty well. Uh, canvas is a good comparison. The knees were reinforced with something. Oh yeah. So so you had the steel wool. Yeah, so you had the umbrella pads. You had the the pants, which were a canvas sort of thick, but then you had that extra layer of thickness at the knees. So, and we're going to, I believe, get into this here in a moment. But the playground when we were young at Sardinia Elementary was essentially just a blacktop parking lot. So you could literally fall or even go running and slide on your knees on the blacktop in your tough skins. And you get up and you brush off the little black streak <laughs> that was on your knees and then the pants would not be harmed at all. And I believe probably sparks a- flew when you... <laughs> I was going to say, if there was a faculty member with a leaking gas tank, our knees would have caused the flint-like reaction. <laughs> But uh, I I do remember having pants that had that support in the knee, and and some of them you could even see the you could you support. could see the the change. You know what I mean? Like you could see the yeah. the patch like like a professor's patches on it. Yeah, and uh, even if it didn't have a, a differing color, even if the even if the support was on the inside, you still could see the the square around it. You know what I mean? Like a, it looked like a, a a football player wearing an you know, knee pad. Yeah. I, I'm laughing at the word support because the word support is not usually a word I think of when I think of my knees. <laughs> You're lucky because the older I get, I definitely need some support for my knees. <laughs> or anything that might be around your knees, right? <laughs> Cracking and popping. But yeah, I, I remember being able to see that. The in, I guess it would be the outline or the indention of that, that yeah. knee area. Correct. So, so now I'm off on a tangent here. I know we were in clothing. Now I'm going to pull us off the tangent. So we, I talked about our playground when we were young, and Todd, I, it was probably the same way when you were there as well. In, in the early years, you played like right in the parking lot outside the school there, and there was no mm-hmm. equipment or anything. It was just a parking lot. I mean, yeah. it had like um, hopscotch things on painted on the on the parking lot, and there was a feature of the parking lot. Brady, Brady knows what I'm going to say. There's a feature of the parking lot that warns you from going near the street. Now, Brady doesn't know what I'm going to say. What was on the playground, painted on the playground at the, at the front of the driveway there, that warned the little kids, don't go into the street? Man, I... I don't know. I'm overthinking it. Oh, and, and and again, just just like the fist, you're gonna you're gonna be very yeah. angry when I tell you what this is because you didn't remember <laughs> it. Sorry. Was it a foot? No. The sneaky snake. Sneaky snake. Yeah. Yes. It was yes. a snake. 
there's a snake painted at the edge of the parking lot right near the street. And we were told as little kids, you get near the sneaky snake, you're near the street, don't get near the sneaky snake. And I believe that contributed to my fear of snakes to this day. Yeah. And these thought, maybe they like had it. a shark painted on the parking lot. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would love to see a picture of that. Yeah. It, it, it was like a they, they put a clear snake. intention snake on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it had polka dots on it, as I remember. It did. It had polka dots. Eric, what which I was is, laughing about. Sorry, go ahead, Todd. I was going to say, which is, you know, not the scariest of snake patterns. <laughs> but not yeah. Not really. <laughs> How many polka dotted snakes have you seen in the wild, anyway? Maybe that is I don't think scary. there are any polka dotted snakes. <laughs> That'd be pretty scary, then, wouldn't it? <laughs> Um, the polka dotted python. The polka python. Some alliteration for you. <laughs> that is. Where was this stump? It was um, like it, it, where the buses would pull around. You know that that uh, that between space. the between the buildings, like on the side of the like on the side, like the the the, the Drujo and the um, the 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 veterans hall was um legion hall was on the right yeah and then that was where the buses were pulled through the stump was there and it was kind of like a king of the mountain thing and when you're five that stump seemed huge i would love to know actually how big that stump was but to me as a five-year-old it was just mammoth does anyone remember the tree that was there that the stump no it was always the stump i mean that that our first year of you know kindergarten Playground elementary hood that it was this you know that was all that was there. Yeah, and actually, it, it was probably taken they, down to make room for the buses. Well, yeah, I mean, I found it odd that uh, they left the stump there. I mean, they yeah blacktop that whole playground or that whole park. Yeah, there. now that you mentioned it, why go through? Why blacktop around it? I I don't know. Maybe that tree Unless, had some significance. Maybe the blacktop came before the tree fell. It could be. So they saved the tree, but then the tree, you know. If anyone, such as our resident historian, Kenny Enlow, who's a little older than us, knows the story of the stump as to why the tree was no longer there by the time we entered into Sardinia Elementary in 1976, we would love to know. Yes. Could have been that the tree, that the stump, I know, it couldn't have broken through the blacktop. Like it was, it was the blacktop... Around it, it was definitely sawed and smooth, kind of yeah, like yeah. it was, you know, lopped off in a yeah. Pretty, it wasn't a fallen tree; it was a purposely yeah. cut tree. You could tell. But, but you know, looking back, I don't really remember. Not that I visited every elementary school around, but I don't ever really remember any elementary school around having something as cool as what we had behind our school. Like, just with the dimensions of it, you know, you had the flat part, you had the hill, you had the baseball diamond down there. Over here, you had the kickball court, another hill with the basketball. I, it was a pretty really, – it was really a cool place to grow up yeah, recess-wise. and a and lot of, you know, lot of possibilities there. Yeah. Well, and the uh, concrete uh, step slash seating yeah. area, it was just like a – like a Oh, what's the, a terrace? Terrace. There, yeah. It was a terrace. Right. Looking back, I don't know how the teachers ever kept an eye on all of us because oh. we were spread out pretty. I mean, I don't like remember the there being Montana a part of, back there. I don't remember being like any place being off limits. No. Well, my go ahead. So it it was 
it was a neat thing to go from you had the parking lot when you were in the lower grades kindergarten first then you graduated to second and third grade and you had swings on the other side of the building Mm -hmm. you also had a parking lot where you played kickball and again there were swings over there but then you got to the upper grades and then you got to go back down the hill area that you were talking about todd so it was a it was a progression as you went along don't forget the teeter totters and the jitterbug. Do you remember the jitterbug and the merry-go-round? And the oh, merry-go-round. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, they. And then I remember. I don't know if you guys remember when they put in the little, um, whatever those things were. There was like a chicken and a pig or whatever. Like there's little tiny. Oh yeah, on a the spring. Animals on the like the big spring right in the middle of them, and they. Yeah. It's pretty much went yeah, forward right and backwards and everywhere. Totally Did they had those when you were there. Off if it snapped back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, think I can't remember after, what <laughs> after our time as far as us playing on them. I think they might have been there, but I think we were too old to actually ride them. Yeah, I can't remember what animals were represented there, <laughs> for, for lack of a better term. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was a pig, a couple chickens. I remember somebody about losing their manhood. That like they were straddling them, and a friend pulled it back. <laughs> and it, oh, that was it, usually it was, reserved uh, for the teeter totters when someone would jump off the other side and you go crashing. Oh, to gosh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Todd, that face you made was priceless when I. <laughs> We've all I, experienced well, it. I have only one time in my life uh, <laughs> experienced anything like that since. And Brady was there. He can tell you about it. It was the band played. This would have been the Noble Hardyman days, probably. Uh, maybe the barcodes, bar chords, wherever we were the first time, the barcodes. We were playing the campground over at Mineral Springs. <laughs> and I was hanging a banner in front of the stage, and I was standing on one of our speakers. Uh, and it starts to tip over. I kind of. Half slide, half jump off, and end up stoving my Cossacks. butt, my my butt crack, tailbone, scrotum, <laughs> all in the corner of this this speaker. And I mean, I literally it, it I fell so hard it like it hit my shoulders, the, my neck, my it hurt everything. I just stoved myself, and that's exactly the way it felt on the on the teeter totter when somebody would jump off. <laughs> I'm going to use a first grade reading book um, terminology to describe that. You sat down hard. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't even the sitting down hard. It was the, the speaker was tipping. So the corner of the speaker, uh, it was it was like the world's uh, uh, slowest and most dull impaling attempt. Like, <laughs> it you remember that Brady? Looking. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. I mean, I I was afraid that he would never have any more children, and he would <laughs> his stones would have been rendered gravel because he just like it it, it was scary. And after we saw he was going to survive, we laughed about it. But like I, it, it was pretty sickening looking. Yeah, I thought I was paralyzed. Paralyzed. <laughs> 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 well, the question it was, everything up. It like you know. My whole upper body just kind of uh, accordion, <laughs> look like in Tom and Jerry when they get hit by the pile driver and they're like an accordion. <laughs> they turn into like a yeah, like a, to a concertina. 
Um, well, not only that, but those those boards, those boards back on the uh, the uh, teeter totter back in the day. I don't think the boards were changed in thirty eight oh, no. years. Uh, yeah, you could get a splinter lodged in your crevices real easily. Yeah. Rusty bolts hold them together. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, there there certainly is more of a, an attention paid by the health department to playground equipment now <laughs> than there had to be back then. Yeah, yeah, we we survived metal slides. I mean, I'll never forget oh. when I read the little graphic that uh, hot playground metal slides was the number one cause of uh, of pediatric hemorrhoids. Oh, For real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, seriously, I, I I remember seeing it in the Cincinnati Enquirer that the number one cause of pediatric hemorrhoids was hot playground slides when they went from metal yeah. to plastic. I, I I don't really want to hear the number two cause of pediatric <laughs> hemorrhoids. <laughs> but 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 yeah, I I just because like the, there was the it was just in the paper, and I read the paper as a. As a child, in the papers, um, yeah, I didn't make this up, you know. <laughs> that sounds like something my mom would have told me to keep me from getting on the slides or something back in the day. Like, uh, <laughs> you'll get hemorrhoids. Well, it, with her, it would have been. I know. <laughs> it, it would have been. I read a story in the Reader's Digest about a kid who uh, was on too many metal slides and, and got hemorrhoids. That's the way it would have been. It, and he it would lost have been his legs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I've never, ever, ever heard of people having hemorrhoids that were not <laughs> older. Well, I've I never really it irritated never, the tender tissues. Well, I get it, but I, I just I never knew that was the thing that young people dealt with. I, I just remember reading it and it stayed with it. Um, stayed with me, you know. Well, not only that, but you got to admit, Brady, you took a pretty sharp turn there because Eric <laughs> talked about metal. Somebody mentioned metal slides. I think anybody listening. Listeners, see if you agree with me. Everybody, I think, thought you were going with the how hot they would get and burn your oh, yes. skin when you were going down them, <laughs> and you took exactly. a turn. Hence, hence the hemorrhoids. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't. I guarantee you, nobody thought he was going there. Oh, I, I thought I mean, you just I, met scalding injuries on like your bare skin, like your arms, I, or if your if your shirt would come up on the back in the back and get you know get your back skin or go bare butt down the hot slide. <laughs> I mean, what kind of people are going bare ass down a slide? Um, it would be embarrassing, but uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but for real, like my playground horror story, and Eric will probably know this, and it, it has to be back to school because it happened on the first day of school. Um, my family had gone out to um, Yellowstone um, that previous summer, came back to school, and I had failed to naturally create flint rocks where you knock them together and it sparked. It was naturally occurring flint. So I brought him to show. But, of course, being an imaginative, imaginative ute, you know, did a lot of superhero and Star Wars play where I had to make a leaf bomb to distract the bad guys. So I just got some leaves together, and I, I sparked him. <laughs> the fence row was covered in poison ivy. <laughs> I had poison ivy so bad that I had to go to the doctor and get like steroid injections. I missed three day, two or three more days of school afterwards. There was not a part of me outside of my, you know, covered regions that was not riddled and swole with how did you keep, outbreak. How did you keep them off of those regions? I think the only thing that saved me, well, well, I was sweating. So probably what I did is I 
brush and the sweat ran down, but it didn't get that far. We went back in. But, dude, my mom felt so bad for me in the next day that the only time that she got me a Star Wars figure for no reason, it was just out of pure sympathy and pity. It was Greedo, by the way. And, um, <laughs> but, yeah, it, and I was just polluted with, uh, I had to throw the Greedo thing there for people following at home because, you know, we've got Star Wars fans out there. But, yeah, the, the Poison Ivy about did me in that year. It was bad. Polluted with Poison Ivy. That's, 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 a, that's a good term, polluted. Yeah. And that you know, fence row also was the, when we played Dukes of Hazard out on the playground, that was yeah. the borderline between Hazard and Sweetwater County. <laughs> you, are, you are correct. Yes. You know, there was a, a meme one time I think we've shared before. It says something about along the lines of, as a kid, I really thought quick Sam was going to be a bigger problem in life oh, or something yeah. like that. I, I would give the same to Poison Ivy. Yeah, poison Ivy was a miserable experience as a Ute. Uh, but I haven't had Poison Ivy in 30 years. Uh, yeah. Now, granted, I'm not a big woodsman. I don't, you know, I'm not out in the woods a lot. But even when I have gone fishing, hiking, different things like that, I've managed somehow to stay out of Poison Ivy. So it hasn't been near the issue that I thought it would continue to be my whole, my yeah. whole life. I didn't have it for years after. Like, my body built up immunity to it. Mm-hmm. My dad, I kid you, I quote you exactly. He's like, I don't know how you get that. I could eat that as a salad and it won't break me out. I, I think my dad almost ate poison ivy leaves as a salad to prove his point. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah. Same way with bee stings. I had be, I guarantee you, in 30 years, 35 years. I, I thought bee stings were going to be a bigger problem in life, but yeah. Maybe like a, maybe a sweat bee or something on my hand, but no like wasp or. I got, took a wasp like sting in my deck a few years ago, flew up the back of my cargo shorts, and got me right on the bottom of the butt cheek. Okay. Yeah, wasps were terrible. <laughs> I was going to say, that's not what I thought you said. I didn't either. And then when you said flew up your cargo shorts, I thought I was – I really thought you said something else. Yeah, it, it just kind of went The wasp sting on your deck? <laughs> it was on your deck. <laughs> it went up your shorts to get to your deck. Deck. Hey, I was just outside enjoying my deck, and it, it like it, it got me good. Wasp that's why you don't. That's why you don't wear cargo shorts, man. Well, this is back when it was okay yeah. too. Oh, okay. So that'll make you go blind. Yeah, you don't enjoy your deck too much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so we're uh, we're an hour and fifteen in here. And uh, other things I have written down, if we want to delve into these real quick. Uh, we've kind of touched upon the clothes, uh, school supplies we have not yet touched upon, uh, classroom dynamic, and uh, changing back to school experiences from elementary to high school. So uh, any of those conjure up any discussion? Um, well, I, I will say on supplies, if, if I yeah. may, uh, we just briefly discuss the trapper keeper um prior to us recording here yeah which i believe was the greatest thing in school supply world yeah from the time we were in school um not, nothing sticks in my mind as being so world changing such an earth-shattering yes uh, a life-changing experience than the trapper keeper a little bit. well 
I, I remember Trapper Keepers pretty fondly, but what I don't remember is were there other th- brands of them before Trapper Keepers? No. See, that's that was the whole point. I remember the very first Trapper Keeper commercial. If we could find it on YouTube, we should probably put it on our Facebook page. But like your papers, you would put them in a folder and they would fly out all over the place. But Trapper Keeper folders kept your papers in check. And then you Velcro that, that that snap would keep them. So basically, the, the the dork dude, his papers were flying all unorganized all over the hallway, and Rico Suave walks in with his trapper keeper, and all of his affairs are in order. Is that the best way to describe it, Eric? Uh, yeah, but in reality, the the dork was probably the smart guy, and he probably got better grades than the uh, Rico Suave did, which is the ironic part of that whole yeah. thing. I remember having. I don't. I don't remember again. Kind of like with my backpacks and lunch. And well, my backpacks especially. I don't remember any specific like, color or design I had on my trapper keepers. But I do remember. It seemed like everybody had just the single color trapper keeper. Well, they were always trimmed in white. They would be like red and white, or like, like green and white, blue and white, whatever. And then I remember the world of trapper keepers with pictures on them with designs on them things like that came about adam elton scene i had one with a baseball kind of painting on it yeah it it wasn't a picture picture it's like a painting of people playing baseball gotcha i had banff national park on mine banff yeah it was like a mountain (laughs) lake thing yeah they were they were great do they still make trapper keepers yeah I, i don't know i'm sure the patent is expired by now it's kind of like wacky wall lockers. Now you can just go to a dollar store and get any kind of octopus and throw it against the wall, but it's not a wacky wall walker. I think it's the same thing with a trapper keeper. You know, it was wacky wall walkers. You, you you would think you were getting by with having them walk down your parents' walls, and, and, and you know they would never know it, but they always left behind a grease spot. Like a slime trail of a snail. <laughs> or just, yeah, just like a grease spot. Just like somebody just like somebody slapped a piece of fried bologna up there for about three minutes, took it off. <laughs> It would just stay there. It was just a. Actually, you could probably do that with cheap baloney. <laughs> and it crawled just, in. Just a, just a spot that you could only see if you looked at it from a certain angle. It was, you know, it had the light had to reflect off of it just so, and then you could see the wacky wall walker, uh, grease spot. Can I ask a question? Did I want you guys to confess to? I could tell you I never did, but oh, there's all the pop culture references to eating glue. I have never eaten Elmer's glue, nor did I feel compelled to. No, I would put it on my hand and go. then peel it, peel off. it off yeah. when it yeah. dried off, yeah. dried up. Uh, you got never ate you it. You got the biggest thing: uh, rubber cement. Which it's amazing they used to give that to us because I guarantee you that stuff is is highly toxic and. Oh yeah, we, we, we used to just have it at our desk. I mean, the fumes alone. Yeah, the fumes alone. People be huffing they that made stuff. Some, and- they made some great fake boogers. <laughs> yeah, rubber cement. <laughs> These are facts. These are facts. Well, I mean, we weren't too concerned about fumes back then. They also gave us ditto copies. Oh. <laughs> there, there was that. When it would come off the mimograph machine and, <laughs> yes. and it would stain your hands in blue. In all its indigo blue glory. Yeah. Yes, indeed. And everybody's kind of, kind of wet. Do you remember? Came right off the- we might have talked about this in another episode with schools, but do you remember the fluoride treatments at school? Oh, yeah. God, yes. <laughs> Yeah. What was up with that? Torture. Uh, statism. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's what I was, uh, well, 
Is there enough? Well, there, there were, Go ahead. There, there were the little tablets you chewed to make sure you brushed well, and it kind of got your uh, plaque and tartar shown up on your teeth. The, the, and then they gave you the fluoride. The swig teeth. of shame or the chew of shame. <laughs> yeah, was, then, they were in little Dixie cups, weren't they? The, the yes. Fluorides. And, and it was clear. It, it, and why I react so strongly to it, because I remember in second grade particularly, like my eyes are probably showing fire right now. Now, why don't you put this in your mouth and swig it? You can't go get it to get a drink, and you can't spit it out. You just got to hold it. And it, it felt like an eternity. And of course, your mouth's on fire. You know, layers of your mouth skin are just dropping off. Like, And you couldn't go out, and you couldn't get a drink. And they would sit there, and they'd get some kid to be a total stoolie. And they would make sure that no, if you walk, you walk toward that, the water fountain, they would rat you out in a heartbeat. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I I don't remember it being that traumatic of experience, but I remember not liking it. Oh, uh, and you I always remember to swig your mouth out. Probably, I, I wonder. I always remember wondering how it was clear, but yet had so much nasty flavor. Yeah. The, uh nurse Martellotti. I was going to say, yeah, fluoride treatment. So, what at what point did that stop? Was I guess there's more enough fluoride in drinking water and stuff now to where child abuse laws. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I, I don't know. I, I, I would say drinking water had something to do with it. And not only that, but just Maybe. think of all the things like things you could get over the can like act. Do you remember when act came out? Let the fluoride swish. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. there's. I think products just became available over the counter that you didn't have to do it anymore. Yeah. Do you remember the drinking fountains at Cerny Elementary? Did any any of the teachers you guys have had do the uh, one two shoe? One two shoe. Yeah, like like when yeah. you would get a drink, one two shoe, and that's all you had to drink. That's not enough damn time to take a drink. I got news for them. One two shoe. One two never shoe. Heard of such a thing. That yeah. wouldn't. That wouldn't. One. Wet a whistle of anything. Get out of here. As, one two. Get out. Yeah, shoe is not not s h o e. Homophone there. Shoe is an s h e. As in shoe fly. Don't yeah. bother me. Shoe. Yeah. So, but that was a way to keep us moving, I guess, at the water fountain, yeah. so we didn't linger and actually, you know, quench our thirst. After a, a after a hard gym session, just enough teaser to keep you from keeling over in class. Yeah, yeah. So you had to be I, ready. Because yeah. if if you weren't ready when you went up there, they started the one two shoe count early, and then you only got like a you only got a two shoe, two shoe or a shoe. Um, I always never heard of such a thing. I always dad joke my fifth graders coming in from a hot day. He's like, save some for the fish when they're wow. drinking. That is a dad joke. But yeah. I can't believe you got – because it seemed like more than one teacher adopted the one-two shoe thing. I've never I mean, heard you, that. You would have killed for a one-two-three flea or something like that after your drink. I mean just just a little more. <laughs> one, two, three, man, four man. score and seven years ago. And, and I <laughs> – and I, I will defer to Brady as his memory is infinitely better than mine when it comes to things like that. Now, I remember one, two, shoot. I, I think we were self-regulated that somebody with the back of the line was like, hurry it up, I'm dying, no, I, 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 I believe it was not a vocal cue when we were in the formative years. It was a slap to the back slap of the cranium. upside the head or <laughs> – a knock upside the head with a Lincoln log, or <laughs> I had I the same teachers you guys had, guys. <laughs> well, in first grade, there was a snake in the Lincoln logs. What? 
in first grade there was a snake, a small snake in the Lincoln Logs. We'd come back on as a Monday in Miss Harold's class and dump Lincoln Logs in a a small snake about four or five inches, scurried out, and Mister Hardyman had to get it. Gosh, that man did was it, it all. Sneaky snake. What? That man. That man did it all. So was it a sneaky snake? It, it was sneaky did he snake. Crawl out to the playground. He was haunting somebody to cross the line. Gosh, that would have been enough to make me. I mean, I never would have gone back to school had I dumped a snake out. And gosh, can't even a think friend of mine, that. a friend of mine that were named Nameless, didn't get to our school. Um, she got in trouble because she pooped in the Lincoln log container. You know how how it's like, it, yeah. Because so, uh, you talk about a shocker. It's like, what was the most trouble you ever got in in school? It's like first grade. Or like, what do you do? I pooped in Lincoln Logs, and I'm like, so uh, not not only a uh, an action such as defecating in the uh, Lincoln Logs, but a girl did it. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like yeah. certainly a boy thing to do. Yeah, I think I broke yeah. up with her. Right, I didn't go out with her anymore after that. She was your girlfriend. Did you already say that? <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, I was just I was just joking. It's like I don't think I went out with her again. It was uh, just a couple dates. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so. Well, did deal breaker. It, did, did it take a while for it, that particular Lincoln log, that, that particular log, to get discovered? I, mean, <laughs> I, I think she was caught in the act. Go, <laughs> she was building a house. You go to build it. <laughs> they didn't have that piece that she needed <laughs> yeah. to, to make her own. <laughs> you could, uh, couldn't find one of those. Couldn't find one of those rare unslotted Lincoln logs. So. Uh, <laughs> It would have been really awesome had her name been Lincoln. Ooh. <laughs> oh, wow. So, uh, we, yeah. If any, if anybody listens, if it, don't let your kids listen to us in the first place. But if you do, we don't want to give any kids any ideas. No. Yeah. Don't, don't uh, defecate in the Lincoln Logs. Do they because, make like? Is Lincoln Logs sort of like one of those things like Tinker Toys? I was horrified when I got my kiddos. Or they got some Tinker Toys for Christmas, and they're all plastic now. Are Lincoln logs not plastic too? I I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm I'm on it. I will now, research that. Tinker toys, there were some plastic pieces in the tinker toys, but most of them were wood. But the bungs and the um the sticks and the bungs that no. they went into the what? The, <laughs> the No, what? the 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 wood the, the, the they were called bungs. They were um they were wooden and there there was there was the uh place for the stick to go there and they Bung like hole. you could make it like a yeah. <laughs> I believe it. That would be the we're still in elementary school. <laughs> but, but you could make it radiate like a bike spoke. You could like you could put them in the sides, or you could make it like the axle of a wheel. <laughs> That's called a prolapse. <laughs> you know, where, did, where did you get? That's what they were called, though. Like, did you just make that up? Like, no, no, no. But well, okay, my uh, question. You do know what a bung is, that. right? Yeah, the the it's only bung factory. Like what you think it is? <laughs> The only bung factory in the United States <laughs> was not too far away from here. Their, their wooden cask, like 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 um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like wooden kegs or barrels. 
mm-hmm. the hole where like the beer or whatever would come out. But anyway, the wooden thing that goes in that is called the bung, which is hence bung hole, <laughs> like the like the barrel. But they, they, they uh, PM Magazine did a story from the bung factory in Ohio back in our Ute. Brady's knowledge of the the anus and. <laughs> No, no, this has. <laughs> and what it produ- that, 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 that's coincidental that these came up at the same time. But, but for, oh, for real, I, 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 I challenge that. anybody. I, I'm going to look Google it up. Bung Factory. I don't want to. Don't Google Bunghole. <laughs> no, you don't do that. Matter of fact, don't Google Bung Factory. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> How about Tinker Toy Bungs? <laughs> Tinker. I'm going to say Tinker Toy Wooden Parts. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, okay, we, we are an hour and a half in here. Um, my last item here I have written down is a classroom dynamic. So uh, one thing when you got to elementary school and uh, – Brady mentioned this when we were talking before, and I honestly, I do not remember. Uh, we didn't have things like open houses like they do now, as far as I don't, I, I don't remember it. So uh, when did you find out what teacher you had? I don't remember ever finding out until I walked in the door. I, I was going to say the same thing, but you had to know what door to walk in somehow. Exactly. They, they would kind of stand outside and then usher you into the right, you know to the correct I mean I remember I that of names on the cl- by the classroom door so I, I yes, do remember there that was part. that kind of like finding if you made the audition or not you know like exactly. like in sitcoms or whatever <laughs> um you would look for your name but I remember a couple times getting clued in but I could remember maybe my parents didn't tell me like I was going to say me to be surprised I, I wonder if our parents got letters or I mean yeah yeah be. Have to ask real quick. Change the subject before we come back to this. Uh, standard parts of the link of Tinker Toys: the wheels, the caps, the couplings, the pulleys. Part W, short pointed sticks, and then there's also the mentions a, a spool being in there. No mention of the bung spool. Um, when when I googled it, it came right up. Yeah, but I, I, I don't. I don't the deny the part. Yeah, but I, I put in Tinker Toy Bung, and that's what came up. <laughs> Just <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, we should do a little. Uh, it's a shame we can't do a face or uh, some sort of thing where, like, we ask our listeners to Google that in whatever way they can and send us whatever pops up on, the, on their Google search. <laughs> Please don't. We don't want to lose our license. To yeah. Broadcast. Do we have a license? <laughs> or to teach, for that matter. Yeah, right. <clears throat> so, Eric, so, uh, back to the. Uh, I don't. I don't remember either. I'm like you. I remember going into a room, um, but I don't remember knowing before the first day of school. Maybe they told us on the bus or something. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't ride the bus. I walked. That's true. Uh, that's true. Well, I mean, I. I think we walked down the hallway to the correct grade level spot, and looked for your name. Is that what you did? I also remember the teacher standing by their door. And asking what your name is, and they would steer you in the right direction. But that you mean, but that would only be if you were in the wrong room, right? I mean, what made you go into a particular room? 
Well, no, you, you would be walking down the hallway and you would look and there would be like, you know, Mrs. The list Young of names saying, on by the door. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, again, I told the story prior to us going uh, record here and I won't name names, of course, but there was one year I ended up in a classroom that was away from my friends and I went home and I complained and all of a sudden I was in the other room the next day. So I couldn't have known prior to, otherwise I would have complained before. Pulled rank. Yeah. Yeah. Now you as as an administrator now see the, uh, (laughs) yeah, the error of those ways. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I was going to say, what would administrator you say to, um, whatever age level you were at that time? I won't say what age level I was at that time. That <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's why I was careful. 17. <laughs> you'll go there and you'll like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember walking. I remember how terrible you felt when you, whatever friend or whatever, whoever was your best buddy at the time, if they weren't in there. It was a terrible feeling. But I also remember how excited you felt when you did find out that you were, you know, you had your best buds in class with you. Yeah. Right. yeah. And that continued. I know one of the things you wanted to talk about was the difference from elementary to high school. W- one of the things I remember I, being in, you know, in high school, probably my first year, maybe every year, but I remember the beginning of the year being in the cafeteria and finding out certain things like what lunch you had and things like that. Right. And I can remember uh, Zach and I, my, you know, my friend Zach, we would be across the room, and I remember when like he looked and I guess you had your schedule or something, maybe I don't remember. And then looking over and like giving each other signals of what lunch we had. So that excitement carried over even into high school, you right. know, just knowing which classes and which lunch you had with certain people. Right. Yeah. So uh, on that same note, so you you find out what classroom you're in, and you have to figure out the teacher's mannerisms. Because you never really know what you got going in. You know, is it going to be going to be mean? Going to be nice? Going to going to give a lot of yeah. work? You know how how's that going to go? Well, and I tend to remember it being kind of like now to where it, it doesn't. As a teacher, to, and I'm not tooting my own horn here. It's just it's the way I've always handled it as a as a teacher. But I always I, I never I never worry about so much if the student coming to me got in trouble a lot the year before or, or you know whatever as far as that I, I i look at it as every year kind of and, and from third to fourth grade there's a lot of change there Maturity. you know that's that's actually i think one of the right. biggest jumps from third to fourth grade so a lot of times if a student was had behavior issues in third grade they you know they just start out with and, and don't in the fourth but i remember it being the same way with the teachers because it seemed like every teacher that you heard was mean i ended up really liking and every teacher you heard was you know a softy it ended up being not mean looking, but back then I would have thought, you know, they were mean. So it never seemed to match the, the, I guess the reputation. So I'm then I guess terrified to get in trouble. So I, I, I guess the ultimate question then Todd is, was it the teachers or was it you? Probably not. It probably was me. It probably was the student. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I, I, you know, and obviously we're not going to mention teachers' names, but 
Brady, you said you were afraid to get in trouble. I, I never liked to get in trouble. I, I, I embarrassed easily. I wasn't comfortable, you know, being in front of people, but it didn't yeah. seem to stop me from getting, getting into trouble. So <laughs> I, I don't really, I guess my, I guess my fear of not having people like me and laugh at me was stronger than my fear of getting in trouble. Now I'm going to lay down on the red couch, and you guys can be my, my therapist here as I. Or was your like uh, cutting up a defense mechanism? Yeah, I, I don't. Again, I just, I you know, uh, I always liked being the class clown, and uh, so I enjoy getting a good laugh. So I'm I, very I think, thankful that I wasn't as confident back then because my personality now, you know, my ability to quip and everything, I think would have got me in hot water like big time. Yeah. Well, we once we got later on into high school, we uh, we were able to quip pretty well, and some, we somehow we kept kept ourselves out of trouble. But uh, yeah, yeah, we knew so. when to stop. Think, yeah. yeah, without going into any details here, I, I'm I'm probably lucky I didn't get in more trouble in high school. Uh, oh yeah, well, well we've heard details. So yeah, yeah, some we, of the some of the things, that, but it was never bad. You know, what I mean, like I it was never. Nothing to get suspended for. Nothing that was borderline criminal. It was always just, you know, arniness. Um, a bruise from a mule bite that you gave your teacher <laughs> is not bad. Now maybe I could get arrested for that now, but <laughs> but you had cool right. teachers. Yeah, there you go. And anything else on classroom dynamics? We are now an hour and thirty-eight in, so it's probably about time we wrap it up. Yeah, we could. We might always. We might be able to do a. Part two about this, um, but uh, I can't really think of anything else. I mean, we, we hit the highlights and um, and other things thrown Maybe in there not too. Even in the order where we intended, but uh. and not in the order. There's a certain beauty and purity to us free versing things a bit. Um, yeah. Have we talked about the glory, the disgusting glory that was vomit dust? Have we talked about that in past episodes? Vomo scrub. Yeah, I think yeah, it, I think it's well, been briefly mentioned, but yeah. I don't think people realize today if you weren't around back then, if how how much of a part of your life that was. What there was really not a was. day where you there wasn't much. Never a week went by where you didn't see a, a mound of of sawdust, <laughs> slaw dust in the hallway. <laughs> slaw dust. That, 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 is, that is a fact, but. Yet you never saw it in high school. No, I mean that was definitely an elementary school thing. <laughs> I don't remember anybody. I, I do remember one time, my freshman year, a sophomore threw up in the hall pretty bad in the hallway, and they came and threw the dust on it. <laughs> I always wondered. I mean, Eric, you could ask your dad this. Did did Mister Hardyman just have a pocket full of that stuff? I mean, where did it come from? It was just like as soon as the vomit hit the ground, no sooner than it hit the ground. It starts snowing, uh, you know, custodian glitter. <laughs> it's like Tarzan in the background. Oh, and he would come running in and throw it on yeah. that yak. I mean, I, I, he, had to, he had to have up. a back. It was like a clown. It was like a magic trick. He just had a bag of it up his sleeve. <laughs> but they don't. Uh, at what point did that stuff get outlawed? I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty I, I sure. Don't, that, I honestly don't even know what is used now. And I, I don't should know outside the loop. I think I think they just maybe. mop it up now. Just yeah, maybe it just I, when I see vomit, I go the other way. I, I know I do. Yeah, <laughs> you were kind of kind of a 
an audience there that you couldn't leave at that point when you were young. You had to stick around. Oh, it, man, but, uh, I, I lucked out. I never threw up. The only time I ever threw up at school was uh, one year in high school during basketball conditioning, but it was in the bathroom. Um, I, I never threw up at school. I, I always, you know, but even back then, I knew I was so terrified of it that somebody could have been my my biggest enemy, somebody I hated, and if they threw up, I instantly felt, you know, empathy, sympathy for. I've, yeah, I think Vamo Scrub is probably against the EPA now. I mean, think about the moisture absorbing qualities of that. If that thing got out in the wild, it would like, you know, sop up the wetlands. <laughs> it, it would just like kill the water table. But. Uh, I'm assuming it was scented. Oh, it had a scent. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but if honestly, if there's one thing that's grosser than a puddle of puke, it's a puddle of puke with sawdust in it. Well, so it until it got swept up, <laughs> until it got until it got picked up and swept up. It's not like walking by that made you – you didn't – you know, like I never looked. I would never look down if there was a, a puddle of puke in the hallway. Everybody's – Do you, you do that? Like, yeah. And you never look, and it, it never fails. You always look and see to like see one little chunk. Dust. Looks like they were eating a, a, one of those uh, giant kindergarten erasers like in the in the vomit. Yeah. Like somebody dumped um, like a, like the pencil sharpener but with chunks yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah. Or reminds me of the infamous <laughs> peanut butter and jelly incident. <laughs> oh, somebody uh, get me? You heard that? Story. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we were all like, "Thanks, Eric." Yeah, he took one for the team, man. I, I did take one for the team. And think about that. There's not a sound like that. Then when you hear somebody let go in the hallway or the floor or something, you wouldn't even have to be looking. You could be facing. <laughs> yeah, you know, like a dog was like. Oh my gosh! Just that sound. <laughs> you, you you cannot replicate that sound either. I mean, no. It, it either comes when you're vomiting, or it's it. You cannot replicate it. Or the poor kid back when we were in elementary school, and we've talked about this before, where they would not put privacy doors on the stall, and we would be walking by the um like the like the third grade hallway at Sardine Elementary that that boys' room. And it would just sound like you know, you know, bottle rockets with report going off because there'd be that poor kid by himself in that empty echo chamber of a, and you know, yeah. and then when he it was the walk of shame when he came out because everybody knew who was making that intestinal distress racket, and they just had to like hang their head and walk oh, back man. to class. Okay, as far as the bomb, but I'll go one step further. Even to the point of if you see someone in a movie acting like they're vomiting, you know they're not really vomiting because you cannot replicate that sound. Yeah, the guy got his yeah. head in the toilet. Now nah, he's not really vomiting. Plus, I have a I have a theory, not a theory. I have a uh, an observation about cinema over the last five years. There's way too much throwing up in movies these days. <laughs> <laughs> movies and television. Think about that. There. You can't hardly watch any show, especially a drama or something, a movie or a television show where there's not puking in it. And none of it sounds like actual vomiting. No, but I, I it's it's still there's Team no America need to have that in there. Team America comes the closest. Huh? Team oh. America comes <laughs> Team America. the closest. <laughs> <laughs> <But>. <laughs> All right. Well, uh 
now we're an hour and 45 in so we probably ought to wrap this thing up here so uh, once again the housekeeping uh, you can find us on anchor.fm backslash play by your podcast you can also find us on uh, spotify <laughs> apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, radio the iheart radio app among other places I also find our video version on YouTube on our YouTube channel. You can search us out on Play It By Ear Podcast. Uh, also on social media, Facebook, search Play It By Ear Podcast. Twitter, at Play It By Ear Pod 2. Also on Instagram, Play It By Ear with underscores between all the words. So I won't go through that whole thing, but uh, you can search us out that way. Uh, you can also email. Uh, play by your podcast 2020 at gmail.com you can also leave us a voice message if you go to our uh, your broadcast or podcast provider there's a link there to do that so with that um, tonight's Todd episode is brought to you by America's favorite armor potted armor potted meat meats potted meat it's America's yeah. favorite potted meat Brady would I be still... cooking it up yes I would be <laughs> And again, if you want to add to our uh, table of uh, canned fare, please uh, feel free to do so or uh, give us some suggestions on what we can add. Yeah, um, and in one of these days, we're going to have the ultimate taste test. We keep threat. We keep promising that we got to do it. Um, now, on a, on a slightly serious the, uh, note, there you go. Canna, nice, nice. Both oh, Armor brand. Yes, indeed. We're, we're a bit snooty with our cans of meat. Brady, Brady has nothing to show. <laughs> Here's a harmonica. Has it got and, meat in it? And a harmonica. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Stuff that full of meat. <laughs> <laughs> um, on a serious note, this is our back-to-school episode, and all three of us being in the education industry. We want to wish all of our earbuds and their families um, you know, a safe return to school throughout all of this madness and everything. So, uh, you know, stay safe out there, and be patient with everybody. It's going to be, it's different for all of us this year. Indeed. Uh, some of us have already experienced that, Todd. And uh, Todd yeah. says it's going very well for him. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, good wishes to everyone else. Uh, thanks for the public service announcement there, Brady. And uh, with that, uh, look real soon for episode 27. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.